0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, what is going on, people? You know that sound of the Unfiltered Band. It means, yes, another episode of Unfiltered coming at you live here and now. Officially, this will go down as episode 127 of the show. Our free agent carousel spotlighting on starting pitching and thank you unfiltered band you as always could jump on board the unfiltered revolution anytime any day however you want at casey stern and twitter jump in there get in the bio jump on the youtube channel Watch all the videos, all the conversations and shenanigans here across 126, now 127 episodes of this show. Also, you can get us uh, over at uh, Twitter or YouTube through Believe Network. That's B-L-E-A-V. We continue, you better believe, to hit all the free agents by the time we get to winter meetings here in early December in San Diego. We'll have all the teams covered. we got beat writers coming on. we got people from a national perspective. And as always, you can hit me up a number of ways, even though we're not live here through a chat you could jump in on YouTube, give your uh, comments and questions and thoughts there, including topics and things from free agency you'd like me to hit in upcoming shows. Happy to hit them for you. Or you can get me a couple of ways uh, at Casey Stern on Twitter, or uh, you could jump in the DMs there as well as we continue here on this train rolling in the unfiltered revolution, as always represented by our good friends at Bet Online. Basketball is back at Bet Online, remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. Latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends over at Bet Online. As your continued source for all your sports wagering information, BetOnline's got live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. It's always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether it's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head over to BetOnline.ag. That's BetOnline.ag to join. Get your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards It's BetOnline where the game starts as we get started. And welcome to all of you who are listening, Apple, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcast, or watching on YouTube. We're going to get into a number of the starting pitchers available and some of the storylines, teams to watch, and all sorts of scenarios. And let's begin with Jacob DeGrom. There is no doubt that when healthy over the last number of years, Jacob deGrom's the best pitcher in baseball. This is not a disservice or discounting. Justin Verlander, also a free agent who we'll get to, Not discounting the likes of the Max Scherzers or the Cy Young seasons of the Corbin Burns and the Robbie Rays and some of the others over the last number of years. But when Jacob deGrom has been healthy, Jacob deGrom has been it. His numbers bear that out. But when the questions that you have to bring regarding health are the ifs and the whens, then it brings what's it worth. If you're a New York Mets fan, you do not want to lose Jacob DeGrom. Clearly, you don't want to lose him for all the things he does when he's there. One out of every five days, you're the best team in the league. You don't want to lose him because Max Scherzer is aging, and you saw what happened, oblique-related or not, to him at the end of the last season. And the year before, he came to you with L.A. when he had the dead arm and the fatigue and all that as well. And he's in there 37, 38, and 39, and 40. all sit- Yeah, I mean, look, this is getting older. You don't want to lose him if you're a Met fan because Taiwan Walker's a free agent because Chris Bassett, even though you gave him the offer and you probably need to try and have him back because all the innings he gives, I mean, what he gave us was, I'm not ready for this moment in big spots at the end of the season. Sorry, that's just reality. Gave all the money to Edwin Diaz. You're trying to spend to win. You're trying to win at the highest of levels. You got the guy in Buck Walter running the team who will end up officially tonight becoming manager of the year in the National League. I believe you got a guy and an owner in Steve Cohen. that's willing to spend money. You got guys like Lindor and Marte who have proven they're here to do it and in it to win it. You've found and been able to nurture the likes of a jet McNeil, now silver slugger and a, a guy who could have won a gold glove and been nominated for it the way he played defensively. And the guy who won a batting title for you. you got questions already with the Nimos of the world, whether or not he comes back, what you do in corner outfield spots, the DH, where Alvarez fits in. To open the can and the big question without Jacob DeGrom is not a can and a question you want to open if you're a Met fan or the New York Mets. But this is where tough decisions need to be made. I love Jacob DeGrom. And you think to yourself, well, how are they going to win a World Series without Jacob DeGrom? But they didn't win it with him either. Not this year. They got to one that we saw going back 2015 with him. He's won two Cy Youngs, a rookie of the year. I mean, done everything you could do. But you're not saying, hey, we just won it all. We got to run it back because you didn't win it all. Then the other side of it is, even though he didn't have his best, the six innings he gave you were by far the best performance of the one he had against the Padres of any that a starter gave you of any of the guys that you have or lost over the last month, of the season in which you seemingly lost every big game you played. Where he proved that he's still that dude. The Mets cannot offer Jacob deGrom a five-year deal. The Mets are not going to want to offer Jacob deGrom a four-year deal. The Mets will offer him three. Now, do you let the difference between three and four years be the reason you lose Jacob deGrom? I will tell you here, covering it and being a Mets fan, the answer is no. If you're willing to give Jacob DeGrom three years at $130 million or whatever it's going to be, $140 million, whatever it ends up being, if you're willing to do that, you can do the fourth year. Because you know what? By the fourth year at that point, Max Scherzer's off the books. By the fourth year at that point, who the hell knows what's going on with a lot of these guys. You're already going to be living with a bad year of Edwin Diaz, who's not going to be able to make it five years strong. You pay him anyway. It's worth it anyway. But he's not going to be playing at $20 million a year. By the way, something closers don't do anyway in the fourth and fifth year of this contract. You're trying to get three. So if I'm trying to get another two out of Scherzer, I know I'm trying to get three of the five I just paid Diaz. I can pay to get three and have it be three of four with Jacob DeGrom. Now, by the way, that doesn't guarantee you that they're all going to be great and that he's going to be healthy. That is the big dilemma because you don't know what you're getting. There's no safety valve. Now, you can back it up with a signing of a Chris Bassett for three, four years at the same term in terms of a, you know, length of contract, and then say, okay, well, we know we got innings backed up here. We feel like this is where we're going to get them. You can go, you know, get a couple of guys to go fill in the back of the rotation. that are innings guys and say, okay, if Jacob and, and Max are going to be kind of on and off and we're going to try and nurture them and get them in bubble wrap and figure out when they're on, then we got to back it up here, here, and here with a lot of innings and innings that we trust. But if you are willing to give three years at that money, you give four. Every single scenario that I can remember covering the game the last 20 years, people, where you've got a contract that a team was willing to give three or four years didn't give the fourth. The guy goes somewhere else. That team regrets it. Now, is it the high level of the money they're going to have to pay DeGrom in an AAV? No, it's it not. The other scenarios that are in my mind, I'll give you two right off the bat. No. I'll give you two. Baltimore Orioles didn't want to give Nelly Cruz a fourth year. They only wanted to give him three. Nelly Cruz had come out and dominated, was great in that park, was great with Machado. The team was winning. He had come off all those years in in Texas. And he was brilliant for them. And if you remember, you know, people said when we went to Seattle. Well, he, you know it's a big park. You're not going to hit as many home runs there. But he had that in a prorated year at one year for $8 million because Scott played him in the season. And he didn't have a deal because the Orioles did not want to give him a fourth year. Now, whether or not a player should sit there and say, well, I don't want to take a deal at three. I deserve four. And then, you know, sit there and and stand on a soapbox. that that's That's the question of pride from a player perspective. And Look, we all go through at different levels in terms of with employment or in life of is this person or are these people valuing what I bring to the table? But if you're willing to bring that money to the table for three years, you should do four. That franchise was changed, altered immediately when Nelly Cruz left. The Texas Rangers and the Angels were sitting there. Now, this was not with a player in a situation like with Cruz, then with Baltimore, DeGrom now with New York, where they had been there and you already knew what they were going to give you, but Adrian Beltre was looking for five years. The Angels wanted to give four. Texas was willing to go to five. The Angels had, I think, at least five third basemen during the time that Beltre took him not to one, but two World Series appearances as a member of the Rangers and solidified his candidacy for the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. If you are willing to give three or four years, You've got to be willing to give that extra year if you really want that player. Otherwise, why pay him $50 million or $45 million a pop for three? That fourth year may be junk, maybe garbage, but I know it's hard to believe every every team, maybe not $45, have got $20, $30 million somewhere where you're like, wow, that reliever's getting nine and a half, or that guy's sitting there on the bench getting paid 11. What the hell are they doing with that money? Or this guy's hurt? Every team's got that kind of thing, and Steve Cohen can afford that kind of thing. If you are the New York Mets and you are Jacob deGrom and that situation, to me, deGrom's got to decide, do I then for pride want to take four to go to a place like Texas and not stay with the Mets with a chance to go to a World Series? Because as much as I love Boach and Bruce Boach, you going to change things up big time. That going to change everything in Texas. It's not going to be this coming year. They'll get closer, maybe sniff the playoffs, maybe the next year you get in. And then by the third year, the four years that DeGrom's at, and you don't even know if you're getting three or four good ones, DeGrom may be a B or B-plus level of himself sitting there when they finally get a chance to win at a high level. Do you want to do that, or do you want to re-rack it, run it back with the Mets, who are going to tweak, who are going to try and add anyway, Otani a free agent next year. They can afford that kind of thing, even though other teams could not, certainly after paying DeGrom could not. Do you want to sit there and play with Steve Cohen's money for the next three years? That's a decision DeGrom needs to make. But for the New York Mets and DeGrom, it's going to come down, in my opinion, to three or four years. Mets are not going to want it. Now, look, players, doesn't matter the ages, really doesn't. But it is very rare you see players, even pitchers, at a high level, certainly if you're talking about a Cy Young caliber best in the league level, that they don't get at least four-year deals, even if they don't deserve them. Is they want the stability, and that's what you pay for, to get the guy to come to you. How much does DeGrom really want to be a Met? Now, I think the Braves are going to bring Dansby Swanson back and try and tweak a couple of things in the bullpen and run it back. They didn't have a healthy Albies. Acuna really wasn't healthy most of the year. Strider wasn't healthy at the end of the year. And develop with them. I don't think the Braves are going to do much at all. I think Swanson comes back to Atlanta. I think they go and tweak a couple of things in the bullpen, and I don't think they're going to take a big run at Degrom. I do think the Giants will, especially if they can't pay for Judge. I do think that teams like Texas will for sure. I do think there's a chance that Houston could, especially if Verlander doesn't come back, or maybe they make the choice that way. I don't know. You know, short term they could look at both if they're willing to take a couple of years, try and take two shots. I, I yeah, you know, there there are teams that you can't. Boston needs to figure out front end pitching. They got money to spend. They they got money. Okay. Their teams are going to take some chances at Jacob deGrom, but at the end of the day, I think it's going to come down to, does he want to take four years from a team like Texas, or do you want to settle for three at a high AV with the Mets? Or then would the Mets go for four and try and make it a non-issue? Part of the problem is, if you lose out on Jacob deGrom and you're the New York Metropolitans, where do you go? How do you replace? Who do you replace? Now you can get more innings. You can replace it with that, certainly, and get somebody who can give you more innings than DeGrom just gave you. You could do it with higher, better security than what DeGrom's been giving you in terms of stability and endurance of being out there, go deeper into games, give you more pitches, not have to keep them in bubble wrap and all those sorts of things. But is the answer and all of those things that you're the Mets, for example, a Justin Verlander at age 40? I don't know. For a two-year deal? Three? Same kind of scenario where if I'm Houston, I'm saying, I know I give him a chance to go win a World Series. I'm giving him two for like $80, $85 million. But there may be somebody crazy enough to give Verlander a third and say, screw it, I don't care what the hell happens in that third year. I'm taking two shots with Justin Verlander. It would have to be a team that's close. It would have to be a team that's got a chance to win and win now at a high level like the Dodgers, for example. But I do think that it's possible. Dodgers got a lot of questions they got to figure out. They got a lot of... Look, Dustin May not making a lot of money. Tony Gonsolin not making a lot of money. Urias not making a lot of money. You know, Bueller down for the year. Kershaw coming back, not going to be a big expenditure. They got to figure out a lot of things in depth in that rotation. Adding age like Verlander, I don't know if that's the answer to it, but certainly they got the money to go pay him two years and $85 million and take a couple of shots and offer him a chance to go be in Hollywood where, you know, look, you you've Kate Upton and company, who' sit there in Los Angeles and go win a couple of World Series there. They got a chance to do that. They're going to take a run, for sure, in my opinion, And him. Dodgers are going to take runs run to Judge and others as well. And DeGrom, don't be surprised. Doesn't get mentioned much because people don't think DeGrom necessarily wants to go to the West Coast. But that doesn't I mean it's the Dodgers. If you are the Mets and you are the Astros, you are most likely better suited overpaying the guy you know than dealing with the devil you don't. It doesn't mean it's the smart thing to do. Give you kind of scenarios. Carlos Rodon, who is available in this marketplace, is a dude. All right? This is a real bona fide dude. This guy proved it now in two different spots. in Chicago went out there and pitched. And we saw him at a Cy Young caliber level. He went out there to San Francisco and all qu- a little quietly, because the team wasn't very good, did it again. And for Rodon, he's only 30 years of age. Think about this, if you're the New York Mets, for example, and I only bring them up because with DeGrom, you know, this market is going to move off DeGrom and Verlander. DeGrom goes back to the Mets and Verlander goes to the Astros. Then things become very interesting in terms of all the other free agents. But they're way more interesting if they go elsewhere, because then forget panic. But the Astros and Mets, the Astros who were just in the World Series and won it and six straight LCSs in the Mets, who their fan base thinks they're supposed to be in a World Series now, especially with the money Steve Cohen spends, well, where are they going to go? But think about alternatives if you're the Mets. If you're the Mets and you don't get Jacob deGrom, and you choose not to get Jacob deGrom, and you say, we're not going to pay that kind of money, we love you, Jake, but we need to be more assured of what we're getting, they could go sit there with the qualifying offer, whether he accepts it or not, and try and bring Bassett back, and they know all the innings, and you know what you're getting, and most likely, look, I think you take the innings during the regular campaign, and you may hope that he's a Game 4 guy when you get to a postseason based on what I saw from him in big spots where he looked like he was overwhelmed by being in New York. But you got a chance with Bassett, even at 34 years old, with the way he pitches and his durability. I right know if I give Bassett three years, I'm getting innings. I'm getting innings. I'm getting 180 innings every year. I'm getting innings. You could go Bassett. You could bring in a 30-year-old in Carlos Rodon and then you could go if you're the Mets and look at a 32-year-old Andrew Heaney who they might have interest in in trading possibly off an injury if they feel like it's sufficient and they could try and get a steal from a a Glassnow or somebody from the Rays, right? If they go and try through the trade variety and go that level instead. You could think about bringing a Taiwan Walker back who's only 30 years old. You look at a Sean Mania who's 31 years old. And you could try and take some age off with guys like Scherzer sitting at 37-38 at the front of your rotation. They don't have the answers the Astros do. The Astros have a Christian Alvier who could win the Cy Young last year based on what we saw. You got a Valdez who's going to be a Cy Young candidate again based on what we saw. And you still got the Arquittes and the young arms like the Abreus and now a brought back Montero and the Presley in the bullpen. Matt's got to figure out how to set up Diaz, let alone how to start. And, and you got to start with figuring out what to do with DeGrom. But Carlos Rodon, at 30 years old, is being very, very underrated in this market in terms of what kind of damage he can do in adding to a team who is right there on that verge. And he's going to be looking to get paid. Here's a guy who earned his keep and now going to be looking to get bank, and the Mets got money. But Carlos Rodon and his camp know that they got to wait because the team that loses out on Verlander and or DeGrom – that the team that's coming to pay you. He, you know, Carlos Rodon. That's stupid, and his camp's not going to be stupid either. Degrom or Verlander or both have to go first. They have to go first because whether you're Rodon or, Carl, or Tyler Anderson or any of the other guys, Tywon Walker, any of the other guys you're looking at in this marketplace. And there are some look valuable names. I don't know what I'm over. Am I overpaying for Tyler Anderson? Seemed like a pitch to contact guy. And how the hell is this happening? Has this unbelievable year with the Dodgers. If I'm the Dodgers, I may look at it and wanting to keep him because I knew what he did there. But if I'm another team, I may be thinking to myself, and I know I would. And I like Tyler Anderson. He's a good good dude. And he threw, look, for the 86 pitches, they let him stay in. He looked good in the postseason, too. But was it was it that's was it that scenario was it that setting was it you know where he was and how he fit in there and what if I bring him here and then he gets the the contract and the pressure are we going to go back to the old Tyler Anderson which I, I don't know what I'm getting and pitch the contact guys in this day and age especially when you're moving off the shifts and and all of that where strikeouts may be even much more valuable and more important and high velo much more valuable and more important because contact now may create more hits your base runners are going to create more stolen bases and more runs, and I, I got to try and, and shut you down, and I ain't getting swing and miss. Carlos Rodon could get you swing and miss. That's a bad dude, 30 years old. He's going to get paid, but he knows he got to wait till Verlander or DeGrom go. That's the domino effect you're going to watch with these starting pitchers. Because if the Mets miss out on DeGrom, and he goes elsewhere, or they're willing to give three. Let's say it just and again, I, you know, who knows? I'm just giving you my opinion. But they're willing to give three at a high AAV and make him the highest paid pitcher per year that anyone's ever seen, but not do it for more than three years. And then another team's willing to give four with an AAV that's around the same, or maybe even a little bit more, because they're more desperate to bring Degrom to than you are to bring him back. Let's say with Scherzer at the front end already, and with other options with finances to handle it, and in your system through trade to handle it. Well, you lose that goot. You're making the phone call. Where? Hey, Carlos Rodon. Where are you making the call? This domino thing has got to begin with what we see with deGrom and Verlander. And from an age standpoint, Jacob deGrom only 35 years old, but man, he 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 could be looking like he's 45. In some of these starts, when you get to the fifth inning, and you're going to pay for a five-and-dive guy who's going to give you 20-something starts a year? I mean, how much are you paying for that? I don't care how great he is. Got to be careful. Love the dude. Got to be careful. That kind of next tier, I mentioned Tyler Anderson, 33 years old. Definitely a guy who teams are going to look at after what he did last year for sure. For sure. You got Evaldi's, 33. I mean, Andrew Heaney, interesting. You know, upside still there. You're always looking for upside. Left-handed. You know, Taiwan Walker is Taiwan Walker, kind of like the name you know. I go back to the distinguished gentleman and Eddie Murphy and Jefferson Johnson. Taiwan Walker, you know what you're getting. <clears> Taiwan <throat> Walker are the stats you know. Last guy, look, he's going to tail off a little bit in the second half. He's not a a, a high strikeout guy. But he's going to give you innings, going to give you a chance to win. He probably puts you in position because obviously it's, it's we know what wins and losses are, but he puts you in position to, pro, to win probably about 15 of the starts that he makes. he going to give you a chance to hand over the bullpen to win even more than that. And at 30 years old, he's going to go out there and pitch. He put those injuries concerns behind him. Guy's gonna get paid. and I, th- I don't think Taiwan Walker's gonna be a Met. I expect Taiwan Walker to end up in Baltimore or in Boston or somewhere else where they really, really need to add guys that you trust at the front of the rotation where he might end up being a two or a one B for a young team somewhere getting four year deal where you're just not gonna get that from the Mets. I think he's gone. Manaya thirty one years old, left hand again, left-handed, right? Something to look Ross Stripling, interesting, had an interesting year. How much do you really trust that? You know, Syndergaard at 30, but what are you really getting? I, you know, I don't know. It's, it's not a deep market for starting pitchers. It's not people. The shortstop market, it's like, va boom. But you get the starting pitching market. I don't know what I'm getting. That's why the DeGrom and Verlander domino effect and then domino not only into the Rodon piece, but into the trade piece is going to be so fascinating to watch. It can be fun to watch. A lot of fingers and toesies going to be crossed in New York and in Houston for sure. You could jump on board, uncross them, and use them. Don't worry about the arthritis. Type to me on Twitter at Casey Stern. Get in the DMs. Give me your comments on YouTube. Continue to chat. What pitcher do you believe in? And I'm curious, outside of those top guys that we talk about with Degrom and Verlander, and Rodon, I want to hear from you on Twitter. Or jump in on, you know, spot after you listen to Apple, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast. get at me on Twitter, or on YouTube, and get in the comments. And I want to hear what's the pitcher you trust? Who's the guy you think not being valued enough that could be a dude and a big bang for your buck guy in that second tier or even third tier in this marketplace? Because a lot of times it is about finding upside. It's about that low risk where you find the ability to get some big-time reward in the starting pitching market. Beyond the top names, it might not be there. Good to have you here. Free Agent Carousel, starting pitching, books. Our thanks, as always, the folks who helped make this happen. Because, as always, Unfiltered is presented by our good friends at Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.